0: Everybody and their mom might have a podcast, but
1: not everybody's a podcaster. We've only just <laughs> begun. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to a Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And in this episode, you'll be listening to Christine, who is a fellow podcaster and host of Flourish in the Foreign, an award-winning podcast which celebrates, elevates, and affirms the voices and stories of Black women living and thriving abroad. Now, in this wonderful episode, Christine and I get together to discuss the challenges of podcasting, the joy that we get from interviewing guests and telling our stories, and last but not least, why you should start a podcast. Hope you enjoy. This is A Living Color Abroad. Christine, welcome to In Living Color Abroad. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm super excited to chat with you
1: today. I'm grateful, so am I. I'm grateful for you taking the time and for reaching out to be on the podcast. It's always great when a fellow podcaster reaches out to be on the podcast. And so while Christine and I were kind of, for those that are listening, we're trying to figure out what are we going to talk about? I'm like, why not talk about podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> and Christy was like, all right, sounds good to me. <laughs> so we're going to get right to it, Christy, talking about your podcast and all those wonderful things. But first, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Yes Oh, so, hey everyone I'm Christine I am originally from Atlanta but I currently reside in Valencia Spain I've been in Spain for the past 6 years and I have the podcast Blush in the Foreign which is all about the elevation celebration of black women across the diaspora's voices and stories and really just elevating their times of thriving abroad and it's really about an exploration of living abroad as a pathway to wellness and uh, I've been podcasting for three years it launched in the midst of uh, a hard lockdown here in spain i don't know how your <laughs> lockdown was but it was pretty rough here and uh it's been amazing how it's evolved how it's changed my life so i'm excited to chat about podcasting
1: same same here so let's get right to it so you say from atlanta georgia and take me to the moment or the few months when you decided that you were going to be living abroad in spain take me through that
0: Oh my goodness, now that's a long story. Let me keep it real quick. <laughs> See? I knew I always wanted to live abroad since I was 17. I come from, um, on my mom's side, I call them a small nomadic tribe of women. On my dad's side, they're from Trinidad and Tobago. My dad was in the Air Force. He was stationed in Germany when I was like 10. So I was doing international trips to see him since I was 10. So for me, by the time I was 17, I was like, I wanna live in a new and different place. I know there's something more than Atlanta. I studied abroad while I was in college and I just was And then I went to law school in Miami. And then I was like, okay, I had some international experiences after I graduated from law school. And I just knew, like, I needed to to see the world. I ended up walking the Camino Santiago, which is a pilgrimage across Spain in 2014. That's how I landed on Spain, definitely. Because before, it was like, I don't care where I go. I just want to go somewhere. (laughs) After the Camino, I was like, I want it to be Spain. And then um, I just, I try to figure it out, I try to figure it out, and then I was just like, you know what, let me just do the easiest way, which was at the time, just to uh, teach English for nine months. That's what I did, I moved to La Rioja, and I taught English for nine months, and then I got some remote gigs, and then I moved to Barcelona for about three years, and then I moved here to Valencia, so that's the Quick and Dirty. Yeah, yeah. Me.
1: If you want the full one, you better check out Flourish in the Foreign. By the way, what a great name. I'm mad that I didn't come up with that. I'm glad that, <laughs> that is way more original than my podcast name. Flourish in the Foreign is such a cool name. No, All right, so- <laughs> your, your podcast name is so amazing. The throwback. Like, I
0: was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right, I love it. Right, no, right. no, no, no. That, yeah. that, that was
1: the idea of thing. Hopefully, hopefully, in loving color, they don't come in and sh- sh- shoot down my podcast with a trademark thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right so you're in spain right and you said this podcast came out of you know the midst of a hard lockdown and this is a question that i get often and, and you know a lot of people like to shit on podcasts like everyone in the mother got a podcast but what made you decide to like you know what i don't want a podcast what made you want to do that
0: i mean it was my experience of one, being, like, an NPR kid where my mom would, like, mm. you know, I was, like, in a car seat <laughs> in the back, kicking my, my feet. And my mom was always had NPR on. So, like, half that and then half all of my, like, solo travels and living abroad, I just kept on running into incredible black women who were just, like, living these amazing lives. And they were telling these amazing stories. And then I would try to tell people the stories. And I would always get like the, the story wrong because I'm not I'm not a great storyteller. Like, I'm, you know, some people can just tell you a yep. story. And you're just mm. like, dang, that's great. I'm not. I'll be like, oh wait, no, that didn't. Ha- that happened five <laughs> months later, and then this, and everybody's like, what's the point? So I had these amazing experiences that I was just like, man, I wish other people could hear you who could have this experience. And then it was also just wanting to create something a resource that I wish existed when I was 17, when I was 22. Like, I didn't go abroad till I was 30. So I wish I could have heard and seen women that looked like me, you know, having these types of amazing adventures. I think it would have changed the trajectory of my life. So that's how I kind of landed on podcasting. I also have to say that I'm an introvert, so I was like, oh, yeah, I could just, like, record audio, and that's all. <laughs> like, i got to get dressed or anything. This is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the real answer. Like, right, the, right. the button-up answer is like, well, you know, audio is such an intimate art form, and, you know, it's just so great for the listener to have it. I mean, which it is. It's a super intimate art form, but right. also, you know. I, I'm not trying to always having to get
1: dressed and do all the things and stuff like that. <laughs> right. No, I feel you. It's interesting you say you're an introvert, right? And I do think right, because podcasting, whether you do a solo episode or you're talking to someone, you might you're still in the comfort of wherever you are, right, doing the podcast. And for me though, I'm an extrovert. So as you you probably are aware of this now, I and for those who are listening, I never for 95% of my guests, I've never had a previous conversation until the moment I hit record. And you know it's a little pre you know, preamble before I hit record, but that's it. Like, are you ready? As Lea right, so Christine, all right, you ready? Let's go. And I kind of like that because I mean, I, I want to ask you about your strengths being a podcast host. But I think one of my strengths being a podcast host is I'm very inquisitive and I'm really interested in people's stories. Like, yeah, I care about my story too, but I'm really interested in people. that like You said that, lo- that might look like me or might not look like me, and see what their experience is like abroad, right? So I think I'm able to think on my toes a lot and ask really good questions that get the guests to feel comfortable and also but disclose a lot of the good details that the listeners want want to listen to, right, and are interested in. So what makes you a great podcast host, uh, Christine?
0: Yo, first of all, I can't believe you've only talked to these people as soon as you hit record. That's <laughs> wild. Wild, and I don't know if anyone listening knows how wild that is, but it's wild. It's really like, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's like, that's like, you know, that's crazy okay <laughs> <laughs> but i think what makes me a good podcaster is um i'm nosy i'm nosy <laughs> as hell and i try not to be i try not to be like i'm not in people's business like that like here in spain like you have the abuelas they're always in everybody's business you're like ma'am can you get off my neck like you know right. i'm not nosy like that but like i'm nosy like If you're going to tell me something, I'm going to be like, oh, so what does that mean? Um, Why? What's going on? You know, what happened to the puppy? Like, I need to know all the details. (laughs) And podcasting does allow you this platform where you get to ask people wildly intimate details of their life, where it'd be like money, romantic. I have like two episodes of my podcast just about dating abroad that are, the most popular episodes where I got (laughs) to ask women, you know, so what's it like? What's going on? Like, you know, and they tell me. So for me, it is being like nosy for sure. helps me be a great podcaster. Also, I'm fairly organized. Um, I think it's because of what made my legal background. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know what to do when I started podcasting. So I was just like, well, let's just, you know, (laughs) do a little game plan. And I just had a whole workflow that made sense for me. I think that helped as well. And I think I have a very strong passion and vision for one, telling black women's stories, but also have a vision of creating something that, Um, still doesn't really exist in mainstream media. Even when they have articles about Black people, especially Black Americans, leaving, like, the U.S., it's always centering whiteness. And I'm like, why? It's always about, like... Oh, we're escaping racism and we're scared. And I'm like, no, that's actually not it. Does this racism come into the factor or the formula? Sure, because anti-blackness is global, but like there's so much more. And I think my passion for showcasing the diversity of blackness, the diversity of womanhood, and what does that mean? Being outside of your home, your home cultural context—how are you perceived and received? How does your own way of identifying evolve? Like, I'm really passionate about that, and I think that comes through in the show. But I think that's the thing about being podcaster because it's like, as you know, it's not glamorous, so you gotta really (laughs) love it. You know,
1: it's so no. I mean, it's so. I mean, first of all, if if those are the or not sold and not hit once they listen to this episode, don't go straight out on Apple Podcasts or everywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to Flourish in the foreign. I mean, that's what I'm gonna do right now after this episode because everything you're talking about is so like on point in terms of like it can't just always center around, yeah, like you said, people might want to escape racism and, and oppression, other negative things that might be going on back in their home context. But it's about, I mean, the name of your show, flourishing in the forest. And so, and it's focusing on those very positive aspects that don't need to be, like you said, always against something else, the backdrop against something else. But no, I want to live my best life and I'm doing it here, right? You could do it wherever you want to go, right? Kind of thing. I think that's a really beautiful thing and very well said, also. There's also an art to podcasting in terms of obviously making guests comfortable, but also in the way you sound. Just listening to you. You have a very nice, soothing voice. Christine, uh, you have like this very. And I, actually, I was looking at because I'm nosy too, so of course I did some research. And I was listening to a couple of, uh, uh to a few uh, gl- clips of your podcast, and then I was looking at the reviews. And I'm like, yes, one said you have a very melodic voice. I'm like, that's exactly how I would describe it. It is very melodic in the way you talk. It's probably a lot more pleasurable yes. than my guests listening to uh, my listeners listening to my voice when I talk all the time. But uh, <laughs> so I think there's definitely an art form to that. So being a great podcast host and being passionate about it because like you said it's definitely not glamorous glamorous excuse me and it's definitely a labor of love so now let's talk about the challenges of podcasts all the all the great things what are some challenges that you currently have or have had in the past with when it comes to your podcast
0: oh my goodness so so many challenges (laughs) um you know at first I had When I'm, you know, when you're first getting started, you're trying to get guests. You're trying to sell people on the idea. And I was actually really blessed because I, I sent like out. Gosh, maybe 30, 40 emails mm. to all these people that I had been like watching on the internet, like real creepily, be like, oh, yeah, I want <laughs> you to guess us a podcast. And I, and I sent out, and I, I was really blessed because I got about like a 70% response rate. And I think from there, like 60% of them actually recorded with me, which was wild because yeah. I had like so many, um, I had so many recordings at first. But I think one of the issues is that, and I think this is an issue with creators of color, like people really try to play in your face. Like people will be like, oh, you're like, I'm too important for you. And you're like, okay. Because the thing is like, you could feel that way. And I'm sure I've pitched people that were like, girl, you know, you don't got enough downloads. But they've been really polite. They've been really professional. I've had people really play in my face. And I think that's always interesting, you know, because my podcast is all about Black women, so I'm having other Black women play in my face, and I'm just like, oh, that's interesting, because I'm just here to uplift and elevate you. But right. okay, I can't, <laughs> you know, you you understand, like, all right. right. And then those people do eventually come around because they're like, oh wait, you want some awards? Like you, did. I'm like, it's not even about like being petty, but I am petty. So no, I <laughs> you I'm like, no. So that's a challenge. I mean, talk about like financial, financial aspect mm-hmm. of podcasting. People don't understand this stuff is not free. Mm-hmm. Like to really produce, you know, great audio, to take your time like there is money involved and there's time, editing, um, pre-production, finding the guest, you know, and all the other stuff that goes along with it. Getting people to give you a bio and a picture and all this other stuff that mm-hmm, goes into it mm-hmm. is it's not, it's not cheap. Um, and to be able to do it, like you're at what, episode 98, 99?
1: Yep, 98, you're 98, congrats. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Right. So people understand like, that's a huge feat. Like most podcasts, they have what's called like podcast fade at like episode seven and they've mm. done. Wow. So like, it's a big feat to keep it going. And then as a part of that is also convincing people to support the podcast financially or just like sharing it. Because mm-hmm. people are so used to free things. So they're just like, why should I pay you? I was like, you literally pay Netflix, but you don't want to give a buck or two to your favorite indie podcast it when it actually <laughs> would make a difference and this is right. content that literally affects your life like directly fits your uh, affects your life like that's wild to me right. so i think that's something and then onto that is you know when wanting to secure sponsorships with you know brands they lowball, you know, content creators of color, for sure. And they're like, don't you don't you want to just be an affiliate, but you want to do like a six-episode run with me? And I'm like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> something that we have is that because we may have smaller, quote-unquote, podcasts, we have engaged audiences. And our engaged audience is so valuable. They trust us, stuff like that. So there's right. so many... Issues and and obstacles with the with podcasting, and then you have to like algorithms with social media or different things happening in the industry. It's it's a lot. Like people (laughs) really think it's just like record and like I upload. Some people do have that, but like no, it's a lot more work.
1: Right. I try to always tell my listeners, and you might guess I'm like I'm always going to try to edit it to to be concise and digestible, so I always, when I speak to people sometimes an hour and 30 minutes, and I'm like, I gotta get this shit down to an hour. I'm like, there's no way people can listen to an hour and a half podcast. As as, as much as I, th- I thought it was amazing, I got to think about the other side of it, right? And so you made a lot of great points in terms of, like you said, whether it's sponsorships or, you know, being a quote-unquote smaller podcast. And one thing that I struggle with, honestly, is, and that's why I'm so jealous of you, and I even asked Christine for some advice. I'm like, yo, what's that, what's that app you use to get these nice little clips of the audio? And um, one thing I'm terrible <laughs> with is social media. Like, I, oh, oh, I only post... When I have an episode out, and that's it. And that's all I do because I'm not, like, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 32. I'm, I have an Instagram and all that stuff. But I'm not, like, super, like, I, f- I have the need to post every day about something in terms of, well, there's even my personal life, but even my podcast, you know? And that's one thing I'm like, damn. sometimes I think about, should I hire, like, a social media manager? Because <laughs> I think, like you, it's like, we know the value of what we're doing, right? Obviously, the personal values for ourselves, but also for our guests and our listeners. And I'm sure you've had so many people reach out to you personally to let you know how awesome they think your podcast is. And that's what keeps me going, right? Because I don't have like, you know, a thousand downloads per episode, you know, or whatever, or have this huge audience where I could have, you know, sponsors coming to take a look at me. But I do have, like you said, I have engaged listeners. I know I have a consistent base and that's hopefully steadily growing, right? That are engaged with my podcast. But the the trouble that I'm having is like, all right. I've had, like you said, ninety-eight episodes. Right? How many do you have, by the way? Yeah, I'm
0: at ninety. I think ninety-three goes out tomorrow. Was it ninety-three? I'm at ninety-three, ninety-four.
1: Okay. If I remember. So you're doing. You're, yeah. you're putting out weight because I started in 2019 August, and you started three years. So you've been you've been consistent. You've been putting out every. You put out every week. <laughs>
0: No, I used to. I used to, and then I was like, "Oh, that's unsustainable." So now (laughs) I'm I'm, I am seasonal now because I I'm trying to live a life well lived abroad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to grind it like that.
1: I I I post whenever I could post. I don't. (laughs) That's why I used to end my I used to end every episode with "See you next week," and I'm like, "See you next time."
0: Keep it real. Keep right. it real.
1: I can't because I can't do it. But, yeah, so we we talk about these challenges, right, in terms of, like, you know, growing growing our podcast, growing our brand. And hey, By the way, again, you have great branding. And I, we need to talk a little bit more offline in terms of, like, all right, next steps for, for myself. And, you know, we can share ideas. But what? so for those that might be thinking about starting a podcast and they're, like, shamed, like, you know, everyone has a podcast. Your podcast is not going to do nothing, blah, 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 blah. What are some tips you would give to people that might want to start a podcast that have a passion of their own, whether it's living abroad or not?
0: Yo, I think think people should definitely um, start a podcast. I think especially people of color, because our voices need to be heard like Toni Morrison has a quote and I'm going to butcher it. So this is a very, this is paraphrasing. Basically, (laughs) she has a, she has a quote that she basically says, you know, history is defined by the victor, right? Mm -hmm. So your definitions, how we are defined is done by the victor. And for a lot of us, um, we have histories of being oppressed and the victor rewriting our history and, re- and then therefore defining us in a way that for a lot of us, it's been hard to shake off those definitions, whether it is just from an external point of view or those things have been, you know, embedded in our DNA and passed along generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? so mm-hmm. it is vital that we tell our own stories so that in 100 years or something like that, they're not going to what I, I still imagine is going to be probably some you know white British guy who's going to be like, oh, yes, back in that time, there was this girl named Christine living <laughs> in Spain and then getting the whole history messed up. You know what I'm saying? Trying try to make up my story. And I'm just like, absolutely not. You know, it's important that we tell our own stories. So I want to just encourage anyone, no matter what, Just tell your own story. That's what we all are really hungry for because we are so nuanced. We are just so multifaceted. And no matter what you think it's like too weird, too niche, there's going to be somebody else in this world who's going to be like, yes, thank you. So that's my first thing. The second thing is, is that you do need to have a really clear message um, you need to have a clear message You need to be able to say that clear message I think in like a sentence or two Kind of like an elevator pitch mm-hmm. So that's what it needs to be I'm going to say something that's going to be It's going to hurt some of you alls feelings But like we don't need no more Like buddy podcasts And I know, I know <laughs> But like you and your best friend are so funny Damn I Christine, I was, just funny. Gonna,
1: I was just going to going to you We should do a podcast together <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it'll be hilarious, but if we're talking about like, I, I personally think for like sustainability,
1: right, right, no, nah, fam. <laughs> but if you want to
0: do it, do it, hundred percent. But if you guys, if you, if you're gonna do a buddy podcast, do it on a specific topic. Don't just be like pop culture. We're just, you know what I mean. We already have the read. The read is great. Like. They, they, they got it. Like, we don't need a lot more. I would say just be really specific about that topic. So make sure you have that. Another thing is, it's like, really, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. I'm actually, this is an unintentional plug, but I'm, a, I'm an affiliate of uh, WOC Podcasters, which is Women of Color Podcasters. Is a community ran by uh, Danielle Desir Corbett. And it's an amazing resource because it has everything you need to launch a podcast, monetize a podcast, like everything is in there. And you have community of people who've done it. So I think don't feel like you need to go go do it alone, right? Right. Like there is resources there. But also I would be like, don't worry on the dumb things. <laughs> which is Like, don't worry on like your logo or your branding at first because it's going to go through iterations because as you record, your show is going to change. So like, don't worry about that. And um, just really concern yourself, I would say, on quality of the episode or is that maybe it's guests and the quality of the audio. That needs to be like, really great cuz nobody wants to hear weird audio. Yeah. Um it's okay if you record it and maybe you clean it up but like no. You can't <laughs> just record off Zoom and upload it. I think I don't think so. Yeah, no. I've so. had, I've
1: had too I've had too many bad uh audio issues where I'm like, "All right, now now it's uh, uh it's improved a little bit throughout the year." Like I listen to episode 1, I'm like, "What the fuck was I doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jesus Christ." um but uh <laughs> but no all all great tips and i like when you mentioned again uh, you you hit on this earlier telling our stories and then telling your story and let's not forget that podcasting is just another form of exchanging stories right like people gather around the freaking fire and told stories that way and those stories are then passed on generations right and you get folk tales and myths whatever the case may be right or Real good advice <laughs> that has been passed along. And I think podcasting is just another way of doing that, right? Again, here I am talking to Christine that's living in freaking Spain, and I'm here in Costa Rica, all across another across the pond. And here we are <laughs> talking about podcasting. That's cool as hell, and that's one thing that I definitely love about podcasting. And hearing again, hearing your story, right? What, and then also how that relates to me. And I think that's the biggest part. that I think people. Might be missing when uh, if they do start podcasting is that yes it is your podcast but if you want to be kind of good like I think mine's all right getting on getting towards good it has to be about the other person as well right like you want somebody to feel like a fly on the wall to a conversation and not just listening to two people just go back and forth between each other any thoughts on that?
0: Absolutely, and your podcast is great. Your podcast is great (laughs) because I've been listening to your podcast actually. I, when I reached out to you, I meant to reach out to you, like, maybe a year and a half ago, honestly. Did you really? Yeah, yes. I was listening to your podcast when... I was actually still in Barcelona, yo. Oh. And you had you had a girl who was living in Barcelona, or maybe that was the episode I was like, She was living in Barcelona, but she was from Peru, I think. Yes 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 yes, like yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I was listening. I was, like, walking down by the <laughs> beach. I was like, oh, wow, maybe I should hit him up. But I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. No, oh, you have a great wow. podcast. You have Thank a great you. podcast. I appreciate you
1: for listening. Of yeah. course. That, that's awesome. That's oh.
0: the power of, like, collaboration. I think that's the thing about podcasting, too, because people are like, Everybody and their mom has a podcast. Yeah, but not everybody's a podcaster. I think that's a different. Like, oh, I like that. Say, say that again.
1: Say, that's gonna be at the it. beginning of the episode. So- say that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and their mom might have a podcast, but not everybody's a podcaster that's it's just is what it is you know what I mean like to be a podcaster is somebody who is committed to the art form and who understands and respects the art form and is also committed to evolving as a producer as a host creator talent whatever it is um with this art form you know what I mean like it's someone who's committed to storytelling and to understanding so I think that's that's the thing and As a podcaster, it is a whole new world because I honestly think like there's only a small really community of us podcasters, podcasters of color, you know, who've been out here doing it. And that's what's so beautiful about it because the collaborations i've made since lo- i've launched the podcast the collaborations and the opportunities that i have received have changed my life and that's not hyperbole like has mm, changed my life that's amazing. and i'm just like yo this is crazy you know i get you know invited to speak here or there and i'd be like what why because i have this podcast <laughs> so
1: that's dope that's really dope
0: it's it's amazing. And then also just the amount of people I know all around the world. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've had a couple conversations with them. I've listened to their episodes five million times as I've edited. So I feel like I, I feel closer to them than they obviously feel close to me. <laughs> but I'm like, that's my homegirl. That's my girlfriend. There. You know? Right, so right. right. It so is, it is such an amazing experience. But yeah, that collaboration, that's that is what changes the game. For real, yeah. even as a small podcaster, collaboration, that's the way to the success, to the bag, to everything.
1: It is. No, it is. And it's interesting because when I see some of your guests, I feel like I've had a couple of them on my podcast. And whether it's in the past or I had them after you, they, they've been on yours, and it goes to show again, like this we have a niche right living being a person of color and then yours in particular being a black woman abroad is kind of a niche in it in, in the podcast world because again that's not the mainstream narrative or the stories that are being told out there in the podcast world of living abroad and that was where i realized that when i went to a job fair and i'm like yo very few people here look like me this is crazy and i'm sure you probably experience that on a daily basis living in spain um, but you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think it's one of those things where, I, and let's talk about you, you mentioned, you know, the challenges and the beauty of collaboration, which I think is the wonderful thing about podcasting. And this, this in itself, I feel like a collab as a collaborative effort, just doing this podcast with you right now. And so, but what does it do for you personally? Cause for me, when I do a, when I do an episode, and of course, we, we, we can see the insights of every episode. One episode does, does way better than another, and I'm like, damn, yo, how can I grow this damn audience? What do I got to do to engage people, you know? And we see that. But for me, the beauty that I get is after listening, that like you just said, I feel like now I know that person a little bit better. And it's not some superficial shit. It's like, no, I now had a nice 45 minutes to an hour deep conversation with someone and they let me into their world, and then hopefully let my, my listeners into their world as well. And for me, those are the rest. That's the recipe, right? To something that is that successful in its own right. Well, it's successful with you know, you know, I don't have awards yet, like you, but you know, unless it's like getting awards or anything like that or being recognized, is those little things that I could play on a previous episode and be like, yeah, I know where I was at that moment in time. And where I was talking to that guest, and I was in it. You know, how like these blinders on where I'm like 100% undivided attention, focus on this guest. And to me, that's the pleasure that I get out of it. And I think that's what my listeners like as well. So throwing it back at you now, Christine, what do you get out of it when you do all these episodes in your podcast?
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of the same. Because it, it's weird, like, each episode is its own, like, yearbook. Like, it's weird, like, the mm-hmm. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. You go back, it's like, <laughs> you get smells, you get, like, tastes. It's weird. <laughs> it's amazing, though. Um, I, I love that. And then I love the, I love affirming my guests. Because for a lot of these women, I would say 99% of them, they don't think what they've done is spectacular. They don't think their story is that interesting. Um, It's probably because of the nature of how it is when you live abroad, you're around other Mm -hmm. people who live abroad, so you're just like, okay. Um, But they don't take the time to really reflect on their life, and they're not in a position, or they're not in an environment normally, that really cares or thinks that they're great. And so I feel like each episode is like a little like love letter to each of my guests, and they write to me. They talk. They'll still tell me they're like, I didn't know like I would drop these gems. Like I'm, I'm like crazy <laughs> profound, and I'm like, you are. You know, I have guests that revisit their episode. Is part of their like when right. I'm down, I'll yeah. listen to this episode, and I know like I'm that girl, and that's crazy you know what I mean like just like at the beginning of this year I had a guest who was on in 2020 and she posted on her socials she was just like just listening back to this episode Flourish on 4 and I you know I love it I I think that's amazing you know what I mean like I really feel that this isn't a creative endeavor and it's really fun for me but I also feel like I'm really in my service
1: you know what I'm saying? Mm. Not to be, like,
0: too, like, woo-woo, but I really that's do. A, I no, feel like I, I'm in my service. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Because that, these
0: women, they're just like, I'm just living my life. Like and I'm like, girl, you live in Iceland. What? Right. <laughs>
1: like,
0: and not just Iceland, like, you're telling me about how you navigate the darkness of winter. And I'm just like, it sounds <laughs> like nothing I want to navigate, but I'm fascinated. <laughs> you know, or you're telling me how you moved... From I don't know Pittsburgh to Guatemala to how you return to your father's home of Sierra Leone and all of the shenanigans you have to deal with because you're Western and now you're coming back home like I just feel really. I just feel really proud and I feel really honored that people trust me with their with their story again because we know how our histories our histories have been bastardized so it's like I take that really seriously and then the fact that my guests just feel seen and heard
1: I was like, just going to say that I was just going to literally that everything you're saying Christine is literally th- thats what makes me feel all those warm and fuzzy feelings on the inside. Is the like you know yeah like I had a, a guest, which means like I felt seen. that, Like you're able to give someone the floor, and it's like and, yes. and to like you said and and again this is where I think you you have this you have this gift because again you've had a lot of episodes, a lot of success, which is amazing, and you deserve it all. And I feel like one thing that I can do is give someone the floor. Like all right, like here I am. Like you said, to elevate you right to make your voice heard and then I'm just adding little sprinkles on the outside of this wonderful picture that you're painting. You know, I'm just I'm just adding the the background, but you are at the forefront of of this image of this story. And I think there there is like there's an art form to that which I, again, I take seriously and obviously you take seriously, but it, it it's it's even deeper than that because again, it's human connection. Yo, we went through COVID. We are literally speaking from across the planet right now. This is human connection happening in real time. And those are things that we can't lose. And I don't want to lose because I love talking to people, yo. I just love talking to people about so <laughs> many uh, seriously. So I'm so I feel like I'm so extroverted that I'm like lose I lose my mind sometimes. I'm like, I, I get energy from people. Like I truly do. From kids when I'm teaching, I'm a teacher. So kids when I teach and talking to them from other adults and just talking about life, that shit gives me so much energy and i feel like the podcast is just an extension of that and my personality right so i mean you just said so many beautiful things i don't even know where to go now after you just (laughs) (laughs) so i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna throw the podcast hat on you now christy i'm gonna gonna put it on you what questions do you have in terms of podcasting maybe for me see i just flipped that listeners let's see what she comes up
0: with yeah i know I wanna know what is your vision for your podcast for this year or the next three years? Like what are you hoping your podcast will do like or evolve?
1: Wow what a great question. Something I haven't even reflected on myself See, this is what is great to have this podcast, to podcast talk. The other person is just getting all the questions. Now I'm getting a question that I forced you to ask. Um, but <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, with my podcast, I feel re- really like I'm such a like go with the flow kind of person with, with certain things. And I feel my podcast, I, I'm like one of those. I'm like, all right. Let me just let me get good content out there, and then let's see what happens. But I agree with you, and maybe that's why I need your help, Christy because you're organized. And I think it's clear as day that you have a vision, probably more than my vision for my podcast. But honestly, I want podcast to be one of those podcasts that you can listen to along with yours and other podcasts that are out there about living abroad. And they like, yo, these are the four. These are the three to five podcasts you need. To, you need to. You need to listen to if you're thinking about living abroad and in terms of me one thing that i have done with this podcast there's a labor of love but i applied it in an academic setting so those that might have heard this before you're gonna have to listen to it again because christine might not know this but like i i studied the experiences of expat teachers of color living abroad from my dissertation for my master's and i literally did the same thing i do my podcast but obviously a different context right just talking to specifically teachers of color living abroad and it affirmed what i'm doing Right, like I was able to apply this labor of love to an academic setting, and do and excel in that, and that was just like, yo, I'm onto something here. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> that that affirmed to me that this labor of love that I'm doing means something outside of even just the podcast world. It means something in the real world, how people navigate, how people's identities are perceived, and how they experience their own identities all around the globe. Right. And I think that's something that I want to do in my professional life. Like, I want to do more stuff with diversity, equity, and inclusion in my professional life. And I think that's going to, it might change or even elevate where I'm taking my podcast to. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like my professional professional life is so intertwined with this podcast. And therefore, I'm seeing where my professional life is going to then see where my podcast follows along.
0: (laughs) I have another question for you, which is... (laughs) What is your workflow? Because we're recording via WhatsApp, which I never knew you could do. So I'm like fascinated. Like, what is your workflow from your podcast? Like, what's the software you use? How do you do all this stuff? Like oh,
1: this thing, this thing is, is very bare bones and very uh, Neanderthal. Like, so basically I'm recording this right now <laughs> through GarageBand. Right. So I, I have you literally just like, and you know, what's funny I know that you can record way more professionally, like, recording the other person's line through your computer and shit like that. And I've done that once when I was interviewed. I'm like, damn, this is high-tech shit. Like, I don't know how to do that at all. But what I like about the phone call is that I feel like it makes the listener... is They're listening to a phone conversation. You know what I'm saying? So right now, like, my audio, it sounds like I'm speaking straight into the microphone... And like literally, Christine, your my phone is next to the mic, but it, obviously the audio comes from like you know a phone call type conversation, and that's how your audio is gonna sound. It's not gonna sound like you're also speaking into a microphone, right? Like we're in the same room. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I, I think it has a little a little flavor to it, like a phone like like a phone call. So that's the way I'm recording straight through GarageBand. I hate recording GarageBand. You're right now propped up next to my mic (laughs) on whatsapp and that's how so people now i love this because i love you ask this question because i wanted to get the point of this episode i wanted to get people a taste of behind the curtain of what this looks like this thing is not the most glamorous setup i have right now i'm in my closet which has the best acoustics and it sounds the most the less echoey in my entire studio apartment which i love and so this 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 is where the magic happens right here in my closet and where I hit record and all and all the wonderful episodes go out. So how do you record? Now I'm thinking about my a Neanderthal process. Tell me about yours.
0: <laughs> Yo, mine is a patchwork. I I utilize currently I use Zencaster to record Um, which is free, too. I don't know how long it'll be free, but it's it's free ever since (laughs) I've been using it. Um, So that's what I use to record because it does record separate tracks, and I can record audio and video because, you know, everybody's trying to push that video podcasting, and I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Yeah,
1: I don't want to do that either.
0: Yeah, Um, so I use that, and then I edit using Descript because that's, like, the easiest thing for me. Everyone else is just like, because the script basically like transcribes it. So then it ends up you're editing like a document, and that's great for me and my wild. brain.
1: Yeah, that's
0: what I need. You, like you, you edit, edit a
1: tra- you edit a transcript.
0: Yeah, basically, and it, and it edits the audio. Yeah, because that's the only... Like, sometimes I might have to go into, like, the wavelengths for some, like, weird noises, but very rarely. Because, like, I knew... (laughs) I knew my, my limitations. And I was, like, at first... When I started podcasting, people were like, You gotta use, you know, Adobe. You gotta do this. And I was just like, Oh, it's just some wavelengths? Oh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's gonna work for me. <laughs> so yeah, I use the script and it clear it clears up, you know, ums and uhs, it'll it clear up a lot of like filler words, you can clear up dead pauses, you can fill up those dead pauses with like room tone so it sounds all wow.
1: even. Wow, I'm doing um, that shit all manually. <laughs>
0: no no use the script use the script yeah i have an affiliate link too i think i don't know but anyway um (laughs) use the script and then i started using alphonic i think a year ago year and a half ago and that levels everything and clears up any hums or background noises so i spin it through that and it makes it all nice because you know even when you you give your um, guests, like, all the directions about how to record and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, people be doing whatever. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, to clean up some of the audio, and sometimes it's like, sometimes people come in really low, and I'm like, what? This is mm-hmm. so weird, because it didn't mm-hmm. sound low when I was recording. Right. So, it'll it, um, it, it, uh, level everything out together. It, like, rounds out the sound really nice. It makes it sound, like, really warm. So, I use that, and that's basically, like, all the audio workflow and then it goes
1: into like social media and website stuff. Wow. So, if, I, so if I was wondering why uh, <laughs> Flourish in the Floor sounds so much better than my podcast, now you know. <laughs>
0: No, that's <laughs> the, it's all about. Like you said, flavor. Like that's my thing. I like. I like what you said because that's intention. You right, know, some people right. just be throwing stuff up, and you can tell when they just throw it up because right, you are like, right. I can't really keep up with the conversation. You are interrupting this. What were they mm-hmm. saying here? What's that noise? Right, right. It's different when you do things with intention because then you can all those choices our seasoning and that's what like we don't want everyone's to sound like they came out of npr you know right. what i mean exactly npr no we love npr yes, right, but right, like right, you know right, what i mean right. yeah we're all right. we're indie here so yeah. it's about that intentionality with the sound and i it think it, playing with the sound too is really important
1: so so true and i, I and honestly it's funny i was in an uber like last week and i was just talking to the guy you know i have always talking to the drivers here and he's like man he's like where are you from i'm like oh, i'm from the u.s but dominican He's like, okay. He's like, you have an interesting voice. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know, like, if you if like if you host a podcast or something. And I'm like, well, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's another thing. If you're talking about podcasts, we're like, oh, really? Let me, take out your phone. Let me already subscribe you to my show. Like, right,
1: <laughs> right, right, right. No, it, it helps to have kind of a good, have a good little, a little baritone in, in me. Uh <laughs> When it comes to the podcast, no, I mean this is this has been so much fun. This has been so much fun, and unfortunately, as always, things have to come to an end. But I will not let you go until you answer my lightning round questions. Do you have a lightning round segment on your podcast?
0: I don't. I don't. You're like
1: that's just lame. I don't. (laughs) No, I just. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: No, I just <laughs> it just never occurred to me. It just oh, never occurred to me.
1: what do you okay, do you have any kind of segments or is just like free flow? It's like let's go?
0: No, I mean, I do have certain questions I ask everyone, and it usually comes in like the same like um parts of the episode, like towards right. the end of the episode, I'm gonna ask them about wellness what's their concept of wellness, how has living abroad affected that practice of wellness. I've been asking a lot about soft girl life, which has been really interesting this season because I've gotten a lot of different (laughs) responses on that. (laughs) Um, I ask about sustainability and longevity because that's what my podcast is really about. It's like, how do you stay well abroad? Because Living abroad, like, just like, okay, I've been abroad for six months. That's one thing. But deciding to live somewhere is a whole nother thing. Right. How do you cultivate community?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you surrender to this experience? You know, some of those are the basic questions that, you know, are always asked. But I don't have lightning round. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. No, don't be sorry. Well, welcome to the lightning round. I was thinking of putting music to this. So, it's so like, you know, like the th- game music. But I think I'm like, nah, let me not do that. Let me just keep it like this. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so lightning round. I ask you a question. First thing that comes to your mind. One word answers. You ready?
0: Oh, one word answers. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay, yes.
1: yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Okay. Do you have a dog? No. Okay. I just heard a dog in the background. That's cool. <laughs> I know because
0: because this is loud ass Spain and it's like someone on the string and a dog. And I apologize. No,
1: you're good. You're good. You're good. I will not edit that out. All right. That's that's the flavor. That's more the flavor. <laughs> All right, real question, real question. What is your favorite city in Spain?
0: Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble. Um, probably my favorite? Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, I don't know. I don't have... Uh, probably Cádiz. Cádiz is my favorite. Yes.
1: Wow, Calis. I actually visited Cádiz like six years, seven years ago. That's crazy. It's a very, very cool city. Very cool city. Um, What is your least favorite city?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you're really trying to get me a double. Uh, My least favorite city in Spain uh, is probably Madrid. Yeah, Madrid is, yeah, yeah.
1: That's actually when I went, that was my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) We'll talk more offline about that. Um, what is the number one thing you love about podcasting?
0: Collaboration, collaboration slash community, mm, definitely mm,
1: love it. At least favorite thing uh, about podcasting.
0: Gosh, one thing because it's, it's a lot. It's a whole list. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. Actually, yeah. you gotta pick one. Uh, one? one thing that I I'll like say editing I'll say editing yeah that's just editing yeah.
1: editing's annoying um I agree with you <laughs> um alright final final question that you can answer this however you want to alright You. Okay. I'm gonna ask you the same question you asked me earlier cause that was a good that was a good final question I'm gonna give it to you for the final question where do you wanna see your podcast in the next two to three years for yourself where do you wanna see flourish in the foreign go
0: you know, I really want Flourish from Foreign to become something that's similar to StoryCorps, if you're familiar from NPR. I really like that concept of people coming into a booth and telling their own stories and and having access because I'm only one person. You know, this is a this is a one woman show. So like I I know there's so many other stories out in the world. So that's really important for me. I would love for that to happen. But it happened in two to three years. I don't know about that, but like that's part of the vision. And then also it's about Yeah, the vision is is definitely evolving. I'm going to be spinning off the website to really be about the lifestyle of flourishing abroad. So we're really going to be going, delving deep into like articles and stuff like that. That's all about aging abroad or dealing with aging parents abroad which is what we dealt with on one of the episodes for this season um you know not only like money management and all those other things but just how do you cultivate a life well lived so i'm really looking forward to creating something like a lifestyle kind of brand
1: i hope you enjoyed that episode with christine i most definitely did it's just so great talking to a fellow podcaster who understands the pains, the struggles, the joys of this thing we call podcasting. And so many things stuck with me based on our conversation. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just a couple of things. Number one, collaboration. Definitely felt like this was a collaborative effort between her and I doing this podcast together. And it might turn to a series. Definitely not the last time I'm talking to Christine. I know that for sure. <laughs> she was so fun to talk to. Also... The reason she gave for you to start a podcast, right? Um, and again, obviously, as many of you know that are listening, a lot of people put down podcasts like, oh my God, everyone starts a podcast. You know, like, like she said, everyone in their mama has a podcast. But again, to me, that's not it's not a negative thing. Again, as long as you're not obviously spreading hate, right? <laughs> or, or something like that. As long as you're spreading positivity into the world, uplifting and elevating others as Christine so wonderfully does, um, I think that's a worthwhile endeavor and venture for someone to do. Um, and again, it's about feeling seen and feeling heard. And I think a podcasting, this medium, enables that and allows that, right? And believe it or not, whatever you're thinking about that you want to podcast about, there's at least one per other person that wants to listen to you. <laughs> so um so that and even if you're speaking into into the void, it's also a good way to reflect as well. That's something that we did not talk about, but a good way for us for you, right, to to reflect on whatever it is you're discussing. So definitely start your podcast. Let me know what it's about. Shoot me some ideas. I can help you out too. Um, But yeah, it was just great talking to her. And definitely check out her podcast. It will be in the show notes. But yeah, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next time. This is A Living Color Abroad. Peace.